Hello, and welcome to the Season Long Podcast in support of the YouTube channel Season Long Baller. Glad to have you with us, and we'll take a review of last week's action. And starting off with, well, the first note here. Obviously, we did not play the Bucks on the 6th. We played them on the 5th, so we actually did mirror the actual NBA schedule. And the Bucks, uh, sorry, the Wizards in real life did play that makeup game with the Pistons on March 7th. So we are now fully back in sync with the real Washington Wizards, which means for us this week, we went three and one or two and one actually with a loss to the Hawks, a win over the Hawks on the 10th. And then on Sunday, yesterday, a win over the 76ers. So we'll take a closer look at all three of those games. But again, just to note that we did not play the Bucks on uh, Monday, as was uh, the original schedule, due to that makeup game uh, with the Pistons. They ended up moving that Bucks game, as you know, to Sunday. And that is what we actually ended up mirroring. And now that the real Wizards have played that makeup game with the Pistons, we are back perfectly in sync with the real Wizards. So taking a look at last week. The first game of the week ended up being a 64-58 loss to the Hawks, where Trey uh, Young did score 15 points, but was only 5 out of 18 from the field and 1 out of 8 from three-point territory. But believe it or not, despite that, and despite the fact that um, Murray, Deontay Murray, was 3 out of 9 um, from the field, and although he did hit his 1-3, it was still a victory for the Hawks. Part of the reason for that is that the Wizards shot didn't shoot much better, Mainly my, one of my worst games of late. Jamon Summers was three out of 12 and only two out of five from deep. Now, remember, Jamon Summers is our NBA 2K23 player build, uh, number four point guard, 6'5 point guard out of William and Mary. And as always, I'll put that down in the description. Now, the Wizards lost, as I said, that game 64 58. And part of the reason, again, despite the fact the Wizards shot 40% from the field and the Hawks only shot 35%, both teams were only 22% from deep. The Hawks 5 out of 23 and the Wizards 4 out of 18. Despite that, the Hawks still came away with a six-point victory. And the biggest reason for that appears to be the offensive rebound and second-chance points. The Hawks had 12 offensive rebounds to the Wizards 4 and 15 second-chance points to the Wizards 8. And you have a margin here of six points in your uh, Hawks win. So that provides some of the difference there. And then the Wizards and Hawks, uh, the Hawks shot four more free throws, making three of them than the Wizards did, uh, 13 makes versus the Wizards 10 makes. And again, helps explain some of the difference. And that put the Hawks up in the season series, two games to zero. Now the teams did play again on Friday, two days later. And this was a much different story as the Wizards scored, uh, the 86 74 victory led by Jamon Summers, <laughs> that's right, me, <laughs> uh, led by our 19-point first half where we just exploded and finished with uh, a game-high 25 points with four assists on a block, nine out of 16 from the field, and we'll talk about that block, and uh, three out of six from deep, and that was really the engine that drove the Wizards to this 86-74 victory over the Hawks. Trey Young had 17, going six out of 13 from the field, and that was a uh, a slightly better game for him, but they were led by Young and Murray, uh, combining for 33 as Murray had 16 on 6 out of 14 from the field. This time, though, the Wizards shot 56% from the field and were 11 of 18 from deep, 61% clip there. And that explains a lot of the turnaround in this game. 
86-74. Now remember, the Wizards and Hawks will play one more time before the end of the season, but the series stays right now, or stands right now, at 2-1 to one in favor of the Hawks. Now on Sunday, or yesterday, the Wizards faced the 76ers. Those games have generally been close all season. This time the Wizards come away with a 69-57 victory over the Sixers. Again, a pretty good solid game for us, 17 points as we were 7 out of 11 from the field, 3 out of 4 from deep, and 7 assists to lead the way for the Wizards, 17 points there. The 76ers did not get a bad game from uh, James Harden. He had 13 points, 4 out of 6 from the field, but Joel Embiid was only 4 out of 13 from the field, only had 8 points to go along with 9 rebounds, and that's probably the biggest difference in this game. Now, if you're new to the channel Season Long Baller on YouTube, we are simulating the full 82-game season of the, the Washington Wizards. And so when the Wizards play with that exception, with the exception of what I mentioned earlier about that Pistons postponement back in uh, February that's now been made up, with that exception, we have married the, the uh, Wizards all the way through the season, playing it on, on NBA 2K23, My NBA, the modern era. And we're playing it through the aforementioned player build, uh, Jaymont Summers. So if you get a chance to check that out, of course, we would love to have you there. Now, the team comparison here with the 76ers and the Wizards, in the Wizards' victory, Wizards, again, over 50%, shooting uh, 29 out of 57 from the field, and the 76ers were only 38% from the field and only 32% from deep, while the Wizards had their second straight game of uh, shooting pretty well from deep, over 50%, shooting uh, 7 of 13. Taking a quick look at some team stats for the season, the Wizards, and I think this is just a result of us playing the games, and we do play six-minute quarters. So that is why you will see some of the stats are a little bit compressed. But the Wizards are leading the league in scoring at 82.5 points a game, which is 21 better than the next team, which is the Cavaliers at 61.3. And I think because we're playing the actual games, I think that kind of explains the difference. Because the Wizards also lead the league in points given up at 74.6 a game. And that is 20 worse um, then, well, not 20 worse, but that is still uh, far leagues ahead of the next team in terms of uh, giving up points. And again, the Wizards are number one in that at 74.6 points given up a game. However, the Wizards do have the biggest point different differential at eight point a eight point difference, or so almost an eight point difference uh, per game, really around 7.9 points a game. Field goal percentage, believe it or not, the Wizards are not number one in that. They, the Wizards are number two, shooting 52.8% from the field during the season, only second to the Nets, who are at 53%. Now, remember, we do have differences in our league. If trades happen in our league or injuries happen in our league, they may not mirror or they usually do not mirror the actual NBA. And again, one of the biggest difference here, these Nets that are leading my league in 50, uh, with shooting percentage uh, at 53%, are still driven by uh, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, and both are healthy and playing. So that is a big difference or a big reason why the Nets lead the league in uh, shooting percent, field goal percentage at 53. So right now, it's time to take a look at our Jamont Summers play of the week. I wonder what it could be. Hmm. Sounds like it could be that spectacular block against the Hawks. <laughs> that was just a little too much to hope for. Wow, Brock. <laughs> Bogdanovich takes the three. Summers smacks it into the stands. Wow, what a start for Summers. Ten points, one assist, and now one hell of a block. 
that might be my best defensive play of the season. Now, I did have a block really early in the season against uh, Tyrese Halliburton uh, in the Pacers game, recovered that block, and then hit a three, one of the better defensive player plays of the game of the year for Jamon Summers. But that block was probably the most spectacular block of the season. And so, <laughs> obviously, it was the play of the week. Now, coming up next week, we open the week. I know I've talked about the Detroit Pistons a whole lot, but this time we open the week at home against the Pistons tomorrow. Then two days later, we will face the Cleveland Cavaliers. And uh, and remember, the Cavaliers series is like split 1-1. The Cavaliers blowing us out way back in October in the third game of the season. And then the Sacramento Kings come to town. We haven't played the Kings in a while. We did take a West Coast during that six game West Coast trip back in what was that November or December? Uh, the Kings got a victory over the Wizards. So we are uh, one nothing to uh, down one nothing to the Kings. So that will be interesting. And that is our three games of the week. Pistons on the 14th, Cavaliers on the 17th, going back to back with the Kings on the 18th. Just a couple more uh, game notes. I mentioned that we would be playing the Hawks again for the final time this season later on in uh, later on this uh, later on next month, almost right before the end of the season. And similarly, we have not played the Miami Heat since a three game span back in, I believe that was November. We will play the Miami Heat first time we've seen them in months on April 7th at home. We will be facing the Hawks two days late, two days earlier on the road in Atlanta on April 5th. And we'll see if we can tie that season series up. In terms of the Heat, uh, we lead that series two to one. So we'll see if the Heat can tie that season series up. And then we end the season on April 9th at home against the Rockets. That's going to do it for this edition of the season-long podcast number 19. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you tomorrow at home against the Detroit Pistons on our YouTube channel, Season Long Baller. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. That's it for Season Long Baller. Peace.